Yeah. Yeah. Technical difficulties. We got it. I, had a, <laughs> I forgot I about Mupuzo. <laughs> yeah. I had, a, I had a plan today. And uh, oh, that's making Star Wars show. I'm Jason Ward. You can be a channel member if you want to support the show. Uh, it can be super chats if you want to support the show, all that stuff. It's appreciated. Um, but what I tried to do today was I was like, what if I play a song, then do the opening, then do it? That way there's like a bunch of crap before it goes to put us in. Maybe it'll work out better. And I, I felt like it did. I felt like it kind of gave us a little bit of a bumper and I wasn't I starting. Think, yeah. I think that's confirmation bias. <laughs> you know? Uh, Wow, T today Tyrant has been a member for 16 months. Thank you, Tyrant. Even after all of the abuse Rob has given you, I appreciate it. Says, Who's Tyrant? Uh, I'm a new guy, huh? You <laughs> signed up? You signed up for 16 months? Hey, welcome to the show. Whoa, whoa. Uh, Disney is fine sacrificing content for a year. WB would cut off their arm to save their hand, and Congress holding alien hearings are normal, 2023. You're not wrong. You're not wrong about any of that. It it all is wild. And like, you know, we never did get to that UFO show. I, I tried. I started collecting for it. Just didn't have the. There was no angle to get me motivated because it was so I felt the opposite. I felt demotivated. Is that a word? Demotivated? Whatever. I was like that. Everything is anecdotal. There was there wasn't anything in there that was firsthand. There was absolutely no evidence. It's just more really. Ex Extraordinary claims without any evidence. More of that, you know? The, That's the same people that have no problem trying to incarcerate people who break Trump NDAs or or uh or or warn people about the NSA, right? They love to throw those whistleblowers in jail, right? Yeah. But yeah. these ones they're cool with. You don't think that's a little weird? <laughs> same the same people? Huh. Yeah, a they, weird. They they I mean supposedly you can break this one because like Congress is ordering you to, I guess I'm probably fudging that a little bit, but that's like the uh, gist of it. Um, but you know, in, in reality, uh, if they, you know, this person, what's his name? It's like Glush or something. I don't remember how you say his name, but uh, he goes on to say um, like, there's been stories of people who died or something like that have been murdered, but I can't talk about that on the record, you know, like only in a closed session or whatever. But it's right. like full. If you weren't bullshitting and you had anything real, you would have been killed when you went to the UFO conference. You would have died in a car crash if that was real. They wouldn't have let you. Well, to be to fair, they, they mostly oh, die from the stench. Yeah, well, they mostly die from the stench. You know, like oh. it kind of smells and uh, a lot of <laughs> chest hair and you know, yeah. a lot of yeah, yeah. How about those crystal structures on the moon? Yeah, <laughs> well, mm. you know. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't really even believe, you know. Watch out for the Mothman, Bob. He's coming for you. The Mothman. Oh, yeah, Mothman. Biggins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just appears over the stage. Yeah. It's hilarious, dude. Bob Lazar is the kind of guy that would make light up lingerie for his girlfriend, though. And the Mothman he would. would see it, <laughs> would see it and still his yeah. girlfriend. I think he just wrote a next like, comic. Well, I'm selling lingerie, but I don't believe me. I'd rather you not believe me about the aliens. <laughs> just leave me alone. You know, th that's what I like about him. He's like not trying to, you know, not trying to grandize. He's just like, you know, fuck it. Don't believe me. Okay, I got, you know. What's the uh, Adam he, he said or whatever? Like, like the. It's like. Element 115? Element 115. That's his. That's his lingerie line it's called Element, Element 115. It lights up. Mothman okay. sees it. Well, you, he can team up with. Uh, he can team up with. Uh, what's her face from Aliens? Uh, Jeanette. No, 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 no. The, 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 she played the Hispanic. She's not Hispanic, but Jeanette Weinstein or Girlstein or whatever her name is. Jeanette. She. Uh, she was a uh, Vasquez, right? That's, she yeah. sells lingerie. She has a lingerie shop, but. Right. <laughs> They should tee you up, right? <laughs> Unless she wants the Mothman eating all of her stuff. Um, but anyway, uh, there was this this story the last couple of days, and uh, I just want to get it out of the way. And at Goldstein, like, thank you, Meg. I'm going to pick on is if Meg's here today. I'm here to pick on Meg. Make Meg retweets Billy D and is like, "Uh oh, big news!" and has like a winky face, almost like she knows something. And then, and I'm like, Meg, it's a strike. What's he going to say? Like, he can't say anything, you know? And Meg is like, oh, yeah, you know, you're right. She, like, deletes <laughs> the uh, tweet. 
Then he comes out and he does it again, but he writes, May the Force Be With You. And Mink's like, I'm all in on this. It means Billy Dee's back and he's playing Lando in a trilogy. And um, and then, you know, it's this, this People magazine article, Star Wars actor Williams reveals cover of riveting, inspiring new memoir. So it's probably going to be a good and be a good the guy that has had an interesting career and a lot of longevity i'd say so it's probably going to be a cool book but you know not exactly news for at this moment you know we just had an 81 year old indiana indiana jones have his own movie right and everyone's like too old but immediately star wars fans go right to landers 89 year old 92 year old billy d williams should get his own trilogy well wheel is Wheel if them they out. Did, <laughs> if they did indie, Rob. Why wouldn't they do Lando? Right? I mean, that's that's the thinking. <laughs> we um, can get Lando's. Yeah, spend four hundred million on this one. You know, like, yeah. just just spend all the money. Just screw it. Just, just, just get real indulgent. Be like, hey, we could give you the four hundred million to end the strike, but we're spending on the Lando. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That's some CEO move right there. Stephen Amell would be proud, right, Jason? Yeah. 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 But. Yeah, so if anyways, if you guys are readers, uh, might be worth picking up Billy D's book, especially because there ain't gonna be anything original coming for quite a while after the after the uh, drought. So you'll have time, don't worry. Uh, there's this other little little tidbit stuff. Like I said, this isn't stuff that's gonna make you go over the moon about anything. Maroc, the Inquisitor, has a database entry edition. Um, obviously, this stuff is all gonna be pretty dry um maroc inquisitor once an inquisitor hunting jedi for the empire the mysterious maroc now works for a mercenary hired by sorry now works as a mercenary hired by morgan elspeth to carry out dark deeds fully under cheap yeah that's what i was thinking too fully encased in a battered battle armor the warrior still carries a red double-bladed saber with a circular hilt so and there you have it uh i personally have not been uh super impressed with the look of this one i yeah. find it it looks like this looks like concept art from episode seven to me to be honest with you or but, or it looks like the circus olay version of bram stoker's dracula right it, it does like, have a little bit of that yeah 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 i see what you mean with all of, of like i don't know what is that ridges like ruffles but uh right. yeah so it is it, it is what it is though you know my 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 kid thinks it's rad and i guess that's who it's for so cool and then uh morgan elsbeth has one and it says magistrate morgan elsbeth and you can see here here with her homies in the back the cold-hearted former magistrate of Kalodan. morgan elsbeth is an ally of grand emerald thrawn and an enemy of the new republic a formidable dun, dun, dun. fighter with a mysterious past. Switch. Switch. Um, Elsbeth once hunted Ahsoka Tano on the world of Corvus before she was bested in battle and arrested for acting as an Imperial sympathizer. So with that, I think we get part of one of the little mysteries solved here. Who are the mercenary Jedi breaking out on that opening sequence? Remember how we see the the ship docking with the Republic cruiser and all that. And like the bond call guys like, Oh, we're going to shoot my pants. We're fucked. Remember that part? Um, right. It's clearly I'm going to going to assume uh, Shin hottie, Kashila, hottie. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and uh, what's his name? Beardo uh, going yep. to bust her out. Makes uh, sense. It's a technicality, but since we're dealing with arrested and laws here and Imperial sympathizers, Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming we're getting very little, little legal, little legal, legally here, a little political, right? Mm-hmm. Technically, Luke Skywalker's an Imperial sympathizer because he's he saved our <laughs> he wheeled him right out of there. You know what I mean? He was like, I don't know, you know, like that's why, like I do like, I do think the whole basis for Bloodline should have been the basis for undoing. You know the original, the events of the original trilogy, right? The basis for the sequel trilogy. They, hey, Darth Vader's kids are running the galaxy, like. <laughs> yeah. But no, it didn't go down like that. Yeah, how well you think that's gonna go? You know, in a Hunter Biden laptop-like galaxy, how well is Darth Vader's kids are running the galaxy gonna go? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, I know. Yeah. Uh, n- n- not not to go on like a tangent about that, but like every time I 
engage with politics. I just get some weirder coming at me about Hunter Biden. I'm like, put Hunter <laughs> Biden in jail too. Let Trump and Hunter Biden fuck each other in prison. Right. I'm cool with it. Let them all go to prison if they broke the law. Yeah. Bye. And Bill Clinton. Bye. Put them all in there, right? We're all cool hey, with it. Rob, Biden. Huh? Get it? Biden. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do it. But uh, yeah. And, and Luke uh, and Leia lock their asses up too, right? Fucking Vader's put, kids, right? Put her, you know, put them both in prison. <laughs> Nepo babies. Get the fuck out of here. Um, you, so, you, you imagine if they had to break Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia out of jail? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there, there would have been a movie, right? You yeah. know. I mean, what would the be incest? They, people did sympathizers. You know what? So, so, so Han Solo, did you see the defendant kiss her brother? I did. Under oh, under I did. Mind. I can't lie. I don't like watching, so you know. <laughs> I can't lie for the Chewbacca. You can't do it. <laughs> you know what a nerf herder really means? <laughs> I'm a fucking honest man. That's what I thought. Oh shit. I just took the money and wanted to. Yeah. I didn't know they were Hitler's kids. I just wanted my money. The boom. So they, they aren't outright, outright admitting that she's a witch or that she's a night sister or that she is uh, of that lineage. Um, we could see it more in the colors that she's wearing and the hair and the little like forehead tattoo thing. So you're, you're see- we're seeing signs of it, but uh, they're just saying she has a mysterious past. So I'm going to, I'm going to go on a limb here and this is just conjecture on my part. I'm going to say she's not a night sister in the traditional sense anymore. I'm going to say she's just like all of these other fuckers these jedi those guys aren't jedi you can't be a jedi and a mercenary at the same time now you could say you are you could use that to market yourself as a mercenary Chase. but you, you can't be a mercenary west a end games sends i can be both right you mm-hmm. can just write that down in the occupation mercenary yeah. jedi yeah i'm like a you know i'm kind of like a satanic christian like what uh, you know what yeah. i mean it's like mm-hmm, philosophically mm-hmm. it's it doesn't yeah. line up okay now roll for initiative Oh shit! I got it. Hey guys, is that a bonus oh, no. or am I just screwed? Uh, yeah. It's a D it's a six D system, so you got to roll like fifty three dice. Well, you know, only well, likes GI Joe, so if you get that, he he gives you a bonus. But anyways, <laughs> I'm more of a Silver Hawks kind of guy, really. I like Silver Hawks. I remember watching oh, Silver Hawks during mm. a huge earthquake in like eighty eight. I think. Uh huh. Yeah, all the stuff fell off the walls and everything. I didn't have to, have to go to school. It was pretty cool. Well, Mama Filoni won't let me watch them Thundercats because you know what I'm saying. You get a little... <laughs> yeah, because you act like a kitty. But I can watch the Thunderhawks. Okay, I got to get back. I got to go watch it. Right. Okay. So the, yeah. uh, the uh, data bank for um, Old Man Thrawn uh, talks about Rebels, kind of. When Governor Price of Lothal wanted a stronger commander to dismantle the rebellion, the Empire answered with Grand Emerald Thrawn. Thrawn was a male chiss with striking blue <gasps> skin, red eyes, and an angular face. Known for his brilliant strategic mind and ruthlessness, he was determined to pull the rebels apart piece by piece like tender fried chicken. Okay, it didn't. He's a compassionate conservative, Jason. (laughs) Oh, no, Santa. It's like Sherlock Holmes meets General Schwarzkopf. (laughs) All right, that's enough, Santa. (laughs) Do you you think, like, at the end, the Chiss show up? I mean, the the Grisk show up, and he goes, Chiss my ass, and he hits a button, and the laser fires. (laughs) Oh, shit. He said, Chiss my ass. I got he said, kiss my grist, Jason. No, don't say it. Kiss my grist, you know? Yeah, just my grist. He's, mm. like, he's like, I am reforming the Empire. It will now be called uh-huh. Empire X. Yeah? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I didn't get that. I got to go get that on GoDaddy. Hold on. I'll be back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> still on. Yeah, he, still is, on. he puts up a big... Ron sign on the Star Destroyer and just wheels it around and annoys all the other Imperials, you know? <laughs> it's like the light, the light is just blaring through all the windows and the other Star Destroyers. Yeah. Right. And this, this guy in the dick. corner, um, that's just little Tony. 
he's cool. Little Tony's cool. So, <laughs> you know, he is great. The, the little Tony's always like, like, hey, Thrawn, maybe we should just chill the fuck out and enjoy our post-war lives. And Thrawn's just like, kiss my ass. All right. All right. <laughs> it's just my ass. I won't, I won't say it again. Just my ass. All right. I didn't so think General Price of Lothar is as, as come on, man. You know, like if that were a line in the opening of the Phantom Menace, people would have been complaining. Like I know, yeah. I know, I know. Fans love their lore, but it's kind of a ridiculous line. <laughs> Let, let's let's give a a little bit of um credit where I, I feel like uh, Rob specifically is pretty hard on uh, the costumes made in SoCal, and I think this one looks really good actually. Like when you, yeah, I yeah, know, I like the yeah. modeled surfaces, right? The modeled yeah. armor. Yeah, yeah I, I like, like that. I like like that the cut of the <laughs> cloth and like how it's. I don't know what that's called, but yeah, how it looks neat. It's called yeah. ribbing. <laughs> oh, for her pleasure. Ribbed for Sith's pleasure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and and then uh, so Balin's skull. Balin's skull is a lightsaber wielding mercenary for hire, overseeing his apprentice Shin Hadi. But make no mistake. <laughs> although there was a time when, for school, the record, John wanted to call Hadi. I, I wouldn't get. I wouldn't for it out. I thought it was too on the nose. Know what I'm saying? But he just well, insisted, so we had to do it. Actually, mm-hmm. I, I I heard you kept calling her little, little shoddy, and uh, they misheard you, and they wrote that down, and now that's the name. They just figured it was. I was weird. saying take a shoddy every time you say hottie, and then it just became a thing. So we can't, we can't help ourselves. Uh, but yeah. make no mistake. Although there was a time when Skull knew the acclaimed Jedi Knight Anakin <laughs> Skywalker, Balin is no Jedi. Now allied to Morgan Elsbeth, the former magistrate of Kalodan. All of the Jedi and the Empire, Skull remains a shrewd fighter in search of power who believes that another war is inevitable. Well, he's he, like, yeah, it's called Star Wars, bitch. You know, like, oh, you got me there. I'm on to, to, to a two series and a movie, so I know this much. <laughs> <laughs> two series, but, uh, a movie, and six tone poems? What the fuck is a tone poem? <laughs> <laughs> but, so when, when Fabro starts writing his tone poems, then you'll see what I've been complaining about for the last two years. Like, yeah. <laughs> Hottie, shoddy, little tiny dotty. Well, no, no, we can't. Her, her name is Hottie, guys. Come on, yeah. come on. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, Elon Sleesbagano. You know, there we go. Um, <sighs> so uh, I'm not complaining. <laughs> hey, look, I, I could it. hear your silent command in my in my brain and ask, is Shin a night sister too? And I don't believe that was in the cards, at least uh originally or off the bat, but with the death of the actor who plays Balin Skull, what is going to, to happen? You know, if uh will she end up just being like sort of a Ventress character because I, I do kind of see her as potentially being uh Ventress essentially who was first a Sith uh wannabe then she gets fired and then she becomes a night sister and then after the the night sisters are killed by Count Dooku and she's like the last one yeah. she goes you got to devote a whole three episodes to this just so people understand then you can start the series well, no, I mean, on, on, no, her, her, that character though goes through a really fun like thing when you're just watching it like organically happen in that living era as it's unfolding. It's fun. And, uh, but in okay. this, in this kind of like, like layout right here, um, if we, if the things I've heard about them resurrecting stormtroopers and shit and like, you know, tying things around them and then getting back up to life and it's true. Or is accurate? I know it's true, but if how accurate it is, if it's totally accurate, um, as the story goes on, you would have to imagine that she would probably end up gravitating towards her. So that that could be that could be in the cards for the for the future for a, a different version of that, some some new kind of you know hybrid kind of thing. But as far as I know, and as far as what the data bank is telling us and so, so on, um, that's not the case. But we will look at her data bank now. And there she is, Shin Hadi, the eager apprentice of Balin's skull. Shin Hadi is adept at lightsaber combat, a skill she uses in their work as mercenaries allied to Morgan Elsbeth, the former magistrate of Kalodan. They say that like every fucking time. They used Morgan Elsbeth, 
the magistrate of Caladan like in every single one because it's a lot of characters and allows you to say fucking nothing uh but seemed like you gave a you know a little paragraph a really really little paragraph but still a paragraph so man she looks like a gelfling to me i'm not complaining yeah. i'm not complaining crazy uh it, it it turns out people that look like gelflings in real life are pretty attractive overall <laughs> you putting so, that on your tinder yeah i'm looking for a gelfling uh aria <laughs> says what if one shows up like an actual gelfling like, like a oh, puppet God. you know and you're like how do i get around the strings like, like, <laughs> it's like the most attractive person i've ever been with but i can't stand her because she's a fucking nerd but anyways i felt uh, her aria, up but just because she's made a felt like, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. there's a dark crystal strapped to her what is that uh anyways aria says Ooh. balin didn't die in the end right i wonder what excuse floney will give for balin not being there in the future yeah, that's that's like a really big uh, question. And remember, like the um, the the actor died during the strikes, so I don't. I would imagine there's a lot of like maybe to them some obvious paths that they could take, and I think that those paths are probably like you know you know deep fake them and have them die early have the character perish early on um you know there's 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 ways of writing people out there they could they could also recast at the end of the day that's also possible but yeah as far as i they know, should just recast this this whole like one actor can only play the character forever is ridiculous ewan mcgregor played obi-wan they didn't de-age or try to make a cgi alec guinness you know mm -hmm. what i mean and well, no yeah. offense, he can act like Alec Guinness, but no one's ever looked at Alec Guinness and like, is that you and McGregor? <laughs> like, 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 no, it's never that. happened, Jason. <laughs> this I'm is surprised ridiculous. With, if, if it was Leah Thompson, you, you would be confused. But huh? I would be confused, Jason. You would be confused. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I mean I'm I'm with you. And but I also I also go down the road of if there's not a real if there's no real plan for the character if they just invented it and don't have nothing planned then just stop planning for the character and just bring some 100 percent. you know i point. mean you you were fine with them recasting uh marty mcfly's girlfriend with uh elizabeth hugh right shoot elizabeth elizabeth shoe. Shoe. Yeah. oh yeah i would yeah. i mean i wouldn't i would and they didn't do shit with her they just knocked her out and then had his mom be his girlfriend in the third movie fucking weird right jason <laughs> as, a, as a kid i was in love with with elizabeth shoe like i would watch like, i get that babysitting like all over and over again but yeah. but when i when i when i look when i watch back to the future now i'm like you know what i kind of like the first jennifer now kind of kinda yeah yeah well i didn't like her overacting the, the sticky bit you know, uh, like oh, uh, oh, the uh, Elizabeth Shue kind of going like yeah, oh, when she did the hands, uh, yeah, yeah, the whole thing, yeah, yeah. just yeah, a, a lot of the a lot of that like era of of acting had like one foot in TV, one foot in film, and you're kind of like mm, you know, yeah, I get it though, but um, ba yeah, Balin didn't die, and uh, to, to the best of my knowledge, the show originally ended with all of the bad guys and Morgan Elsbeth and everybody basically meeting Thrawn and Thrawn coming down and looking at all of his, his uh, you know, his forces and his, his gang of, of ruffians and being like ready to rock. You know what I mean? And then um, it ends. See you in two years, bitch. That'll yeah. be fun. And then <laughs> <laughs> I said that worries me, Jason. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then it's gonna start later. <laughs> Hope you come back. So I'm hoping. I, I, well, I'm hoping I'm not cursing myself here, but on I, I mean, well, you know, I, I I don't think I can. But th there is always a chance that if that gets moved into something else, I do believe it's going to happen in the show. I think it's like almost the only way to capstone the show because the good guys fell to stop the bad guys from like returning the good guys lose. Um, this is slight conjecture on my part, but I think what's going to happen at the very end, I haven't got a, a fucking firm. Yes, but I, I believe the good guys lose at the end, but the kind of happy ending for the fans is that we have, we end up seeing Hera, Jason Sindula, all of the rebels, 
people that are are that survived besides Kanan reunited with Ezra by the end of the show. So it's like the family's back together, but the world's fucked. So and then you know that's the the hope kind of concept to to go on to the uh, next chapter. So I think it's going to be a mixed ending um, in just like Empire Strikes Back is in, in that certain way. I'm not saying it's going to be as good as Empire, but, you know, you end up with with our buddy lost. But then you have Han, Luke, Leia. And, I mean, sorry, Han and Leia and the droids together on the ship. And they're like talking to Lando and Chewbacca. And, you know, like like there's a plan, you know, that there's like hope for what's going to happen next, even though it's a downer ending. Uh, so I think it's going to kind of probably have that vibe. But that's that's conjecture. It just needs to feel complete because if it feels like they just cut it off for yeah. it, you know, like then you're gonna be it's not gonna go down well with average fans. I mean, the the diehards would be like, I love it, you know. I get it, but you know, yeah, they're not gonna know why it's so important. You can keep telling them, but unless there's like, I just hope it shows why Thrawn's a threat and not they just keep telling you he's a threat. He's really, he's yeah. really a threat. He's really a threat. You know, so I was just about to pick on Dan the man a little bit, and then he literally said the next thing that I was going to say that people keep doing. And so, so, and I'm going to say, Dan the man, by all means, speculate for fun all, all you want because I, I get it. Like, I understand where you're coming from. He says, So I had this theory that Balin Skull is actually Teron Balikos, just under a different name. And then goes on to say, Is Shin the canon Mara Jade? And, and so on, like that. The, the thing is, is like over the years since the prequels, like this has been like a, a mindset and like a, a speculative kind of thing that fans do. And it never, ever, ever ends up being that there's like never been like that kind of thing that like we think it's going to be this one character and then the mask comes off and it's really thrown the whole time or something like that. Or like it's so, so, so far that's never, ever happened. So like my like natural betting tendencies just to say absolutely not but then again when you look at it since it's been pretty much true since the prequels that that's never been true that's never happened i guess it's bound to happen eventually you know but um i kind of think mara jade is something that is unlikely to be brought back through the feloni avenue just because of how seriously feloni takes lucas's approval and if you bring Mara Jade into it, they could keep it as far away from marrying Luke as they want. No, but no, he he suggested this once in 2007, Jason, and I I gave him a swirly for 30 minutes in the uh, in the uh, Lucas Ranch, uh, oh, John. Yeah, let me tell you yeah. guys. I like to call the John weird. Null, but yeah, oh, it gives yeah. you little red marks all over your tummy. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. It hurts. <laughs> Yeah, he came out looking like a conehead when I got done with him. So he learned. He's like an alien made of white Brillo pads. It just hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no Mara Jade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I got to go eat breakfast. I'm right. a diabetic. All right. Anyways. Well, yeah. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. Ari asked, do you suspect we see Thrawn in the first two episodes? And like, so this becomes like almost like Santa's game. Thrawn shows up, and then you gotta like you just get it right if they show his blue face once. <laughs> and, and Santa erasing it from the 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 the, the questionnaire, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grumble, grumble, ho, 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 grumble, grumble. <laughs> I, 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 I almost, um, I almost think that he wouldn't be important until the middle of the show. Is is that's where my brain is at? But I, so I don't know for for sure for certain. But also remember that we appear, it appears that they filmed the Rebels um, epilogue in live action to reiterate things. And when you get that, do you skip Thrawn and make it where, oh, it's, you know, it's, we save Thrawn for that? Or do you show Thrawn then and then have people question if he's even alive out there? Because it, it's a uh-huh. weird mystery because he's all in, in all the trailers and shit. We know he shows up. So I'm so I'm just gonna bet right now that he's in the 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 prologue to, to the Ahsoka series. And then we don't probably don't see him very much. After what that. if they run a prologue that's three minutes? Like it just tells you all the stuff from Rebels, like it just goes through all of yeah. it. Right? They might. 
They might. I mean, I I honestly think it's going to feel like that in reality. Probably be like thirty seconds. You know what I mean, or something. Right. Like, <laughs> and and then because like like we we've seen how they did it with with Kenobi. They used montages of of old things that were a real well. Actually, this well, goes into this goes into our our next thing kind of well here actually. So and I'm gonna I'm gonna jump over to it. So the mm-hmm, thing that I'm mm-hmm. I am maybe proposing is that what if they took what they did with Kenobi, which had to tell a lot more story when you really get down to it. Um, but the problem is Rebels is a cartoon; it's not live action; it's a different medium. So what if they just took those? What if what if Filoni took the Rebel stuff, edited it like that, and then shot it? And that could uh, that could have been his method. And right here, we we learn in this Hollywood Reporter article about Ahsoka. Um, some of what Filoni did. And uh, Hollywood Reporter says, a still new trailer for Ahsoka dropped today, and overall, the series has been described as Rebels Season 5. I believe you quoted Dave Filoni as saying that. For those who haven't seen a frame of Rebels, will the show still hold our hands throughout the season? And then, she go- then the Ahsoka actor goes on, Rosario Dawson goes on to say, Oh my goodness, yes. Natasha N- Natasha Leo Bordizo said something to that effect, and there was some fanfare about it, but it's important. With Star Wars fans, there's folks who really just watch the films. But now, and especially with The Mandalorian, more and more people are watching the live-action shows. And then there are people who watch the animated shows, like me. Then there's even a tier beyond that, with all the books and fan fiction. I don't know about what I went so far with the fan fiction, but anyways, there's, there's different levels to the star Wars family. Okay. That's fair. And it's always been roughly highly considered to make sure everyone can watch it. Dave has done a really brilliant job and knowing the universe. So inside and out and having created so many of the characters and spaces within that universe, he just knows where to start. He knows what needs to be alluded to. And he is really brilliant at figuring out how to make it for both. So it made a big impact and a big difference having him on set. We filmed in tandem the whole time. It was a six-month shoot. And it probably would have been been a year had we not had different crews filming multiple different episodes at the same time. So it was a lot. That's how, that's how everything shot, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I, 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 I know what she means, but that's, you know, everything yeah. has a... F- First eighty, second eighty, third. You know, sure. Also, also, don't forget too that uh, they were also filming Skeleton Crew at the same time in the same of the same of the well, same areas. And then, the, uh, and then also, and this this means that it's impossible they filmed Acolyte in eight months, Rob. That's what you need to understand. Remember those guys? I'm like, they filmed Acolyte for eight months. Yeah, they didn't do it. They didn't. They, they didn't get anything done. In eight months is an insane long amount of time uh, for shooting anything like that. Yeah, yeah that's... movies sometimes so movies get done in like four weeks. Like guys are so <laughs> stupid. Um, so yeah, you know, I found out. I was looking at the cinematographer on Dead Reckoning. He did all the action stuff on Rogue One. He yeah. would direct it. Like he was he was the guy who was in charge of not. I mean, actual directing. You know, like in the way that Frank Marshall did Second Eighty or whatever on you know, the Indiana Jones movies. Same I, I deal. Heard, uh, I heard the acolyte is sharing a prison cell with blade for tax evasion. So that's what I heard. You mean, <laughs> uh, you, you mean, uh, Danny Trejo. <laughs> oh, is he in sad too? to say. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 I love Danny, but mm-hmm. met him once. Super nice guy. Yeah. So that ran. Yeah. Um, we filmed, in <laughs> we filmed the whole we filmed in tandem the whole time. It was a six month shoot, and it probably would have been a year had we not had two different crews filming multiple different episodes at the same time. So it was a lot, and it was constantly being jumbled around. But Dave made pre-visits or pre-animations of the entirety of each episode. So so Dave isn't dropping his background in animation and he's using that for pre-vis, is the point. He brought that over from his animation work, but he wouldn't let us really watch it. So I didn't see anything of Ahsoka either, but that's not surprising. It's a very weird project to be a part of, and it's one of the biggest things. So they're like, see nothing, say nothing. But Dave had it down, and then the different directors kept that connection. 
So, yeah, so right I there, tried to train him on yellow legal notepad paper, but he prefers to use Trapper Keeper with the uh, the Lamborghini right. one. I don't like the Lamborghini one. I'm more of the rainbow with the horsey. Yeah, yeah, but he <laughs> likes the Lamborghini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the rainbow with the horsey. <laughs> hey, George, we got we got some super chats, George. We could get Jenny's buffet tonight, huh. George. Uh, all right. Oh, oh, I'm, oh, I'm getting. I'm, I'm salivating. Yep. All right. Let's. What, 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 what do they want? What, what do you? What do you want? So, uh, thank you for the for the super chat and supporting the show. Once again, thank you to Tyrant as well for the 16 months of of being a channel member. Uh, for the love of Star Wars, ten dollars super chat says, "Y'all are awesome. Y- you think or y'all think they change movie dates?" Ray movie to the May 22nd, 2026, Mando or Ahsoka 2 movie to December 18th, 2026, then move move the original Heir to the Empire movie to December 17th, 2027. So that's that right there is the big thing that my article was essentially getting at. I guess my deep thesis is not that deep and is that nobody actually knows. But if I know, I I bought it, I bought I bought it back. Right. George, you, did. George, you uh, bought I, Star Wars on Voodoo. You own it in 4K I, now. Oh, but I paid in Disney bucks. How how do they how do they know? Because you because you're a big stockholder no. and you get gift cards sometimes, bud. You don't own no, Star Wars. Yeah. Stop telling those channels that no. they believe you. Are you sure? All right. Well, I can make yeah. I can make the movies with AI now. I can just type in uh, Anakin does stuff and kills kids, and it can do it for me. George. Yeah. Senile ain't just a river in Egypt. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got that from True Lies. I love that movie. <laughs> um, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, but what 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 we ha- what we do have is we is there's just not enough time to to make things work. That's what they're all afraid of. And right. the the it looks like they're going to be pushing this into the next year now. Some people believe the strike will end in October when they do when they meet. And I, I nobody knows that. It's it's it could happen. That's that's the next opportunity for it to end. If it does, in my opinion, everything will go as planned. Some people will like Dave poor Dave Filoni will be overworked, unfortunately, and uh, have a rough little patch there of, of working his ass off. How do uh-huh. how do you I mean, Jason, we've all seen, you know, like, wait, remember when Peter Jackson started the Hobbit movies and he was like all thin? Mm-hmm. And then by the end of Hobbit movies, you know, like it wrecked them. Whoa, whoa, get on like, <laughs> When we started the prequels, George Lucas was 130 pounds wet. <laughs> we, you got me got right he's a good 200 pounds probably you know it's so a lot of starbucks we got visual confirmation of this like <laughs> Callum had a whole lot more hair as well you know he did, yeah. he did. Mm-hmm. so i just like i know when people go phone should be in charge of lucasfilm and he should make everything i'm like well, he's, he's, he's one dude man like yeah. and he does our show which is crazy i don't know how the man has enough time today so you gotta be like James Cameron. You gotta get five writers and make the studio take seven years to do something. That's how you do it. Yeah, like I, I, when people have that fantasy, like Dave Filoni takes over Lucasfilm and stuff like that. Number one, I always in my head, I'm always like, he's a creative first and foremost. He's not going to like, he's not going to prosper being Kathleen Kennedy. I don't think. Can you imagine just, storyboarding I, during a meeting about. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't <laughs> like know financial <laughs> like I've met him right. many times like over the years and like my impression of the guy just my impression was he would not be happy being Kathleen Kennedy but that said the only way I could see it going that way is if he had people who worked under him who he could explain his his vision to and that they could you know? execute it in a way where 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 he could feel like he was in that place but We've we've seen um, we haven't seen that kind of dynamic come into play here, and I don't know if he's been in in power. I would say and long enough for that dynamic to come into play. That's just a reading of it. But but uh, I think we should just put Joby Harold in charge of Lucasfilm, right? Well, well, what, what's gonna what's gonna happen? In my opinion, is the if they are able to get out of the the strike area in in the first quarter of 2024 
I think the Ray movie will likely still happen, whether it's good or not. That that's that's my reading. And then the problem becomes what do we do about the television shows start? You know what I mean? And um on that story I had yesterday, uh, you know, the the Star Wars leaks people just stole my whole article, just pasted it verbatim now. Now, now they're just still in the work outright. Um, just doing assholes. You know what I mean? Like, hey, yeah, yeah. you know. You know, I mean, it it wasn't free for me to go to Burbank in Los Angeles and and go out to drinks with these people and stuff to to do this work, but they don't care. And, but but for the love of Star Wars, I mean, send another super chats. Thank you so much because that helps. Those magic muffins but, ain't buying themselves, Jason. That's, <laughs> that was four ninety nine, buddy. I, I, I went to, I went on a bad trip for four or five dollars. I didn't even want to go on. But um, anyways, uh, yeah. So so in my opinion, the Ray movie probably sticks where it's at. And the problem is, though, is that it's not just Star Wars. That's where the issues, I think, arise, like for Star Wars, is that like in theory, they could just like juggle this any way that they wanted. Uh, but that's not true. Kathleen Kennedy has made it sound that way before. Like we're going to eventize Star Wars. It'll come out when it's ready. Just deal with it. And it's like uh, that's not true because. Star Wars can only come out when Marvel and Avatar aren't coming out or they make they they there's a negotiation that must happen Barbie to 2 make, Barbie 2 to make those like to make those to make that scheduling work and stuff so it's not really that easy but I am also kind of of the opinion that the three Star Wars movies in the time allotted isn't necessarily like the greatest idea and Filoni obviously wants to do a theatrical film this is his chance finally to bat in the majors, if you will. And he wants to go up and do it. And it feels like everything is going against it because of the strike. That, you know, that's what it feels like. Yeah. Old iron Jim Cameron wanted to make a movie underwater once. And <laughs> you got to be really careful about what you're passionate. It can end up being your worst nightmare. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that abyss film that, you know, he wanted to, the whole movie underwater, you know, 40% of the movie is literally shot underwater. This is like, to do that, and then, the, I mean, I just, it's just tough. I know everything seems like a natural through line sometimes. You're like, this guy should do that, and that guy should do this. Uh, it's like, yeah, but how much can you do? I mean, Favreau, of all people qualified to helm a big Star Wars movie and get it done, technically he's the dude, right? And even he's like, no. <laughs> well, he, uh, and and that's that's like the other side of this is like like number one, Favreau's not on the Ray film, obviously, but he's on the Filoni film. And I don't know, I don't think Filoni would be comfortable going out like Favreau could go out. Favreau has, I guess, nerves of steel. I think the back of the Phantom Menace package for Anakin said he has nerves nerves of plastic steel. Remember that. Um, but I remember I in PSU, PCU with the haircut, they had those dread, that dread haircut. Remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. But, but but when we when we just talked about you know um, Dave Filoni pre-visiting everything out using cartoons i didn't get to this part of the article i already closed it but in that article it goes on to say that he used the table read dialogue from them to, for the previous dialogue even so he was using all of that stuff and putting it together and then he had like sort of like what he needed so so he's a guy who's who comes in pre-prepared he doesn't seem like he's the kind of guy who comes in and says let's see what's going to happen or write the scene right what now. if you know mm -hmm. but what if jason what if they just cut together footage from rebels and then have Gen three AI turn it into live action, so they don't have to do anything. Right? Uh, well, <laughs> it just references the animation, and yeah, then turns it into you, actors. How the, how the negotiations go? There's a there's a rumor that that or there's supposedly SAG is ready to go talk, wants to talk, and that they're going to be talking with SAG. I, I don't think the SAG stuff will go. Is on Stephen Amell going to go speak for them? So he's yeah, either. Is it a dude? We got another oh, super chat here, buddy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we'll get to it. But he, um, he, he, uh, th that guy clarified even further, saying like, hey, I didn't mean it like that. Like, yeah, he did. Day. He just got caught. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You meant what you said the first time. It's just not a lot of room for wiggle room in that one. You know, like yeah. I just don't agree with striking, but I support. Yeah, the, the, 
it, come on, like you, that's what you meant. Back to one of it. Um, right. and then he says at the end, then move the original heir to the Empire movie to December seventeenth. So the the twenty twenty seven. The the thing about that is is like you have Avatar that. Well, you you all that that's when we have the uh, is it, or that third film is supposed to be the Mangold film, and from what 30, 30. I from from what <laughs> twenty thirty from, from from what I understand, it's been really bad about Indiana Jones. I don't think it's hurting Mangold. The calls around that budget were going to happen regardless of Mangold. So, so point being, I still think the Mangold movie happens. They were, they were still happy with Indiana Jones as a piece of art. Critically, they are able to look at it and go, this is not a terrible film. So they, he did, he didn't deliver what they, he delivered what they paid for is the point. So nobody knows what's going to happen is, is the point that could go that way. Um, I saw somebody calling me a liar, uh, that I'm stupid, uh, that it must do a short season. And it's like you, you <laughs> and, it, and I'm just like it's this. It doesn't solve the time issue. It doesn't, it doesn't solve the time, time issue, right? And and then the other the other side of it is, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just like oh, but, but, but also in my article, I went like 15 times and I said like nothing is happening right now. No choices can be made. Filoni and Favreau can't even really talk about any of this stuff Favre and right. can't no one no one can go and then that was the other thing too is like people are like well uh i know this is bullshit because there's a, a a strike and uh you can't write you can't even edit it's like bitch you fucking probably know that because i told you but and we literally said this yeah for months yeah, yeah. but, but and again, yesterday we said it too this was because of the time crunch, they're assuming when the strike ends, there's just not going to be enough time to prep, you know, an eight episode, six episode season. So what do you do? You know, like that's the whole point, guys. Like, no, uh, or six hours of live action and then another six hours of live action and then a movie. Like, no, guys, that's that's not why they're like they're like talking about this. But um I've been like I said, I'm I'm of the opinion that if that story um that's real, if it happens or not, is something I don't know. It's something I, I say like I'm kind of doubtful it happens, but I think it it becomes a likely path if this strike goes on beyond October. And for the record, they're not talking until October, so that way they lose their homes. And um. the writers that I know are like we're going to keep voting to keep this going. And if we lose our homes, why the fuck wouldn't we keep like they, well, they are setting up a situation that just, it's like a standoff. It's a Mexican standoff, essentially. You know, I was up late last night finishing, you know, a crazy spread that I, you know, sometimes I, I dig my own holes, right? Close your but, legs, buddy. Close your legs. Yeah. It's a comic book page spread. And so I was oh, finishing okay. that up. So I was up late, which I normally not, but um, I sent it to my buddy who's a, a cinematographer out there, Hollywood and uh, works so bad. He's he's right now he's taking uh, restaurant commercials. And if you don't know, restaurant commercials have to be shot at night when it's closed. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, you, yeah, you know, because you, yeah, you have to have everything spotless and clean and then you have to have every set up and extras. Come. So it's like you, that's a three night overnight shoot you know you're working the you know to get this stuff and it's like it's like not the typical hours for shooting things you know it's complicated and everything else and so it's like work is tough too man you know like take what you can get yeah the uh, channel gives a five five ninety nine pound super chat i think that's pounds uh thank you so much for that and it says who is actually overseeing all the different plot lines and all the star wars shows and movies Wonder if they really know where the man new movie will land. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of, um, that's how the, okay. So the, the Lucasfilm story group, when you really get down to it is a peer review group. It's not like they necessarily, they, 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 they do planning. They, they can plan out stories. They can plan out events and how things will go, but they're also kind of critical readers. And they also take in the bigger picture in those critical reads 
of what happens. And people like Dave Filoni and are, are on the Lucasfilm story group. So he's able to, for instance, share what his plans, where he's going with it, with this stuff. But like in that instance, people aren't really touching the era of post return of the Jedi. They're leaving that to, to Favreau and Filoni. So it's kind of like not the biggest issue in certain ways. But if let's say the guys in skeleton crew had some weird idea, something that they wanted to do, they wanted Mon Mothma and, you know, Admiral Akbar to show up or something. Right. Well, they probably would have to talk to, to Filoni and Favreau and then, then they would figure out what was going on in, in that era. So loosely, everybody knows everything at this point. Right. Every, people right. are experts in star Wars. They know all of the, 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 the content, uh, as, as best as someone can. And then you have like your people like Matt Martin and Pablo Hidalgo who, who are also like nerdy consumers of that content. So they're like, yeah, I'm actually, you know, they're able to do that stuff for them. And that's why people are like, why, why is so-and-so on the Lucasfilm story group? And it's like, cause it's a peer review group it has nothing to do with necessarily how well they write anything as much as, as much as how well they can critique things. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah, you end up you end up with um, you know certain eras are more defined by other people that like the High Republic era, for instance, different set of of people who know the the uh, specifics and but people like Filoni mm. are know all of it, you know. So yeah, so anyways, you wonder if they really if they really know where the Man New movie will land, and this is just my opinion because obviously they haven't filmed anything yet until they stuff starts going into production and filming starts happening. My all conjecture on my part. Uh, and since, but since we don't see Thrawn leading the first order, I think it's safe to say Thrawn's death is where the movie will land in and end. And if you mean like the, the release date, um, it, yeah, it's supposed to be that middle one. It's supposed to be that, that, that middle date, but you know, I, I think the other option though is that movie assimilates they don't do Mando that Mando season and they don't do the Ahsoka thing and then it just assimilates the the plot beats in the first act opening crawls some of that maybe they make the season after I mean that's that's com- I didn't hear this but that's completely I think on the table that you could do that you could do the opening crawl that stuff and you could and then and then make the seasons that led up to it after as prequels and then move the next seasons after it. I, I think that's completely. Star Wars has never been known for being chronological uh, uh, in terms of its release. Mm-hmm. I would say, so I think that's possible. But it, it's a it's a definitely a hard read. But thank you for the for the super chat. I do appreciate it, and for the and thank you to everyone who supported the uh, channel today. It means a lot. Yeah, we got to wrap this up, Jason. We do. We, we got do six minutes. Up. We got six minutes here. Yeah. What else we got? What else we got? Um, that's, I think that's pretty pretty much it. Oh, so okay. I Scott Scott TV says haunted mansion better than expected. It's just okay though. Homage to the ride, characters to care about, and some good jokes. Still messy and uneven though. Yeah, I had a, I have a friend who loves the haunted mansion. Like I was at D twenty three with him. And he was like looking at like you know the 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 the, the button down shirts and stuff. Like really into it. The person saw it was just like, no, it was not good. I know. I, t- I told you Guillermo del Toro was developing that film for them for yeah. years and they just didn't want his, they wanted something more family friendly. They got it. I'm like, just let Guillermo do it, man. Just, you know, like, like you already made your family friendly Haunted Mansion movie 20 years ago, you know? Like, so just let the auteur do his thing. You know, like, well, yeah, I mean, why not? But also, like, I I think if you just stick to the conventions of what the ride does, if you don't go beyond the the horror of the ride itself, you're in in bounce. You know what I'm saying? If you're you're adding like pints of blood and stuff. Yeah, maybe that's not for for Disney and for the Haunted Mansion movie. But I mean, but they did Pirates of the Caribbean without blood. Think about that. You know, so it can be done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it could definitely be done. Um, as a true says, um, EA just said Jedi Survivor was behind their strongest Q1 ever. Yeah, 
Sure, and they have eight patches, and none of them have addressed performance yet. So you know, oh, the, get the on the performance. Runs, the game runs great for me. Um, yeah. I, mean, I, I got spots. friends who are who are out there yeah. fucking mind for not working so well. So yeah, you know. yeah. On on Xbox, I I suggest playing on Xbox. This works great. But uh, yeah, I know. Uh, there, uh, Caleb says, uh, or wait, Caleb, Caleb, before we go, when did they decide to make this whole crossover build up thing with Favreau and Filoni since Mando season one? Yeah, it, it, I don't think it was like directly like, hey, everybody, here we go. Like, you guys, here's the key. They watched the show. You they watched I mean? the show, Jason. They heard me. <laughs> <laughs> they heard me for two years saying what they should be doing. And then uh, they, they said, no, 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 no. Not like Tracy Morgan and Kyle. No, 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 no. And then, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. they didn't want to make well, a new trilogy. So they made three different films instead. Right. And, and, and Caleb says, I feel like there's been a lot of roadblocks in the whole Favreau Filoni storyline. First Gina Carano interrupting the plan. If there was <laughs> the uh, Gina Carano thing is, is like I, like I said, it's, it's uh, a bit over. It's, it became a bigger story because of, of a series of leaks, and none of those leaks were correct, for the record, that said that that show was about Gina Carano. And the, the thing I have always been told is that it, Gina Carano would have been in it, but Gina Carano was not the lead in it. Uh, it would be, a, it would be over, an overstatement. But then they decided to, to kind of throw the show away because it wasn't coming to life as well and it was going to get this this whole political you know daily wire was just going to go after it and stuff like that if they had done it i guess so they they don't moved, worry they moved, she, moved away. she'll be in the sound but, of freedom too you can watch her there you know yeah yeah <laughs> with with uh cop jesus but anyways they yeah point point being uh uh yeah i mean that's that's like the problem with with doing things like on television the serial serialized stuff I mean, it's always a hurdle. There's always like, yeah, and then we had to recast this actor or so-and-so died. And, you know, like we, we've seen that with with uh, the Ahsoka series right now. It's, you know, the, the, one of the main actors has died. So it's definitely interesting um, how they, and interesting to watch them deal with it, you know. But right. um, but, all, but all all of that, all, all that said, um, yeah, I don't think any of these hurdles have been completely as bad um, as stuff I've seen Filoni deal with before, like when you when he went from the Clone Wars to Rebels, and the budget he had to deal with to like tell the epic grand. St- Finally, they're like tell the story you want to tell, to some extent. You know, he didn't get it. He didn't get it all on his own. But then they take all the money away, and a lot of the money went to the talent behind the scenes that he's working with too. So it was fucked. So so, anyways, where he's at now seems to be like a better place uh, in terms of the of the hurdles and stuff. And he died. I believe in Filoni. He went to a I, better place. Well, well, the the, uh, the uh, thing about Filoni though is like I can't think of something that he brought to the table first, and I keep seeing Filoni bring things that he's already done. Like I like the movie Predator, and then he brings out the Clone Wars, and then he goes on and he brings, <laughs> you know what I mean. And it's and it's yeah. like it's like the same kind of thing. And it's like on one hand you go, well, that's what George did. But George was sort of a George kind of had the original idea and sort of a genius in that was his genius was to bring all of that stuff together. Um, and then after that, that's just what everybody's always been doing. Now Filoni's good at it, but I'm kind of I feel like every time Filoni changes mediums, he kind of gets to redo those ideas, and then we say we clap for him. Uh, I'm curious if I think Filoni has a good movie in him. I think he does come out and he does bring all of that stuff to live action and we clap for him. My question is, is when we get to the second, third film from, from Filoni and he's like, is there, is there a vision there or is there an original voice there? Cause after all of the, all of these years um, it's, I think a fair question, um, but I, but I'm rooting for him just to be clear, you know, I'm on his side. I want him to, to prosper. I, w- I would love for him to be like, yeah, I do. Here it is. Um, but so far, it's kind of a it's kind of a hard read, you know. So it's anyways. the fourth movie you gotta watch out for, Jason. We gonna put nipples on Grogu. Oh no! <laughs> He's gonna be a big man, little big Yoda, right? We gonna grow him up. He's gonna get a soul patch. I can't yeah. wait to add the soul patch on him, Jason. It's gonna be patch. 
Yeah. <laughs> he, he would yeah. be cool with, with like a like a stripe style mohawk though, Whitney. Like a little, oh my god, I'm gonna write that down. That's a good idea. Oh, hold on, Welcome. hold on. I got I gotta go to a meeting and talk about six more films. I'll be back. All right, so, uh, <laughs> again. All right well, what if, we'll what if they back. say no AI, but we're gonna just make Filoni work forever? Like he has to just you know, like, he has Poor to guy. just he can't even sleep. He just has to keep cranking these out like a manga yeah. artist, right? Like a manga artist, right? Until he dies. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I I hope they I hope they work that I hope they work out like the rules of using AI in a in a really really fair way because I could see somebody like Floney using AI to write and previs his stuff get it done faster and get it done like more how he wants to and, but I just hope that they're like yeah you can do that but you can't actually use the shots in the show and then that 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 allows them just to maybe Here, here's where AI could be useful right mm-hmm. that it gets because human error is always going to occur but you can say things like um make sure i don't you i don't repeat the same like word in a joke twice you know like you know sometimes when people are saying things and sometimes they say things twice like uh the sith needs the sith and the sith and you're like why did they say that three times it's my ass and you go well that's what copy editors for i'm like i've i've never met a copywriter who cost who caught everything you know so if you had something internally that could help you dot i's and cross t's and then check against a maybe somehow it could check against a timeline does this fit in the time but i just don't think any of this stuff works that way i just think it literally is very simple you know it's trying to it's all stable diffusion so if you want something like a script it'll create something like a script but how is it supposed to create a script that makes use of like three locations or is aware of there's so many things that go into production on a script that aren't story and lore folks it's not timeline and lore and character a lot of it is how many scenes you got here how many places where can you do this blah 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 blah. and it's like that it's just not unlimited you can't have unlimited planets and unlimited scenes and unlimited bits everything has to be brought down and figured out and so making a production ready script is something that really at this point only a human can do and a human with experience by the way you know, like, and that's when I hear stories about when I hear stories I about like a lot of guys so on Reddit so, told me they could do a better job than Ryan Johnson. So I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. They can't even make a good Reddit post, but they're working on that Star Wars, you know, trilogy. No I, uh, but when I hear stories about like a director doesn't understand visual effects, that's sort of what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, like understanding the scenes that are going to how they're going to integrate into the back end of the film and how it's supposed to come together. Very technical. Very yeah. few people. That's why having places. I'm going to bring up James Cameron again, but a lot of people went to the Roger Corman studio, including Ron Howard. You know, and that system of where you do a little bit of everything. And even when you're directing, you're still kind of doing three jobs while you're directing. Meant you really kind of understood all the different positions that needed to occur, you know, on, and, and then trial by fire, the the ones who can withstand it survived. Yeah. You know, and that's sort of what I'd I'd hope, not in like such a brutal way, but I'd hope that's what Lucasfilm and Disney Marvel or whatever were doing with this the TV side was building a little mini studio system within a studio system to train people on that. So they're not stuck with, well, do we get Michael Bay or do we get the indie person who's never done anything? Like, you know, that, that extreme, right? Yeah. That you can, you can actually say, here's how it's kind of done. You can experience, you can work in here, you know, an episode of a show doesn't have to be as good as Barbenheimer. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be this epic cinematic event, but you can get to that epic, epic cinematic event. If you give them a chance to, positively fail or succeed, you know, in a, in a way that's financially, you know, responsible, whatever. Yeah. Well, that's happening. There's all on Filoni now. Just track all the movies. All <laughs> Poor guy. All right, everybody. We'll see everybody tomorrow, uh, probably about the same time. And, uh, you know, if you have any questions or whatever, you can send them our way in the comments. Um, or you can, uh, bro, explain me. Yeah. Just tell and say, bro, Rob can't carry the show. Can't care yeah. the show, Rob. Can't care yeah. the show. Just talk yeah. about TVs and games and books and movies. Don't talk about Star Wars on your Star Wars. <laughs> Can't do it. But, um, yeah. All right. I'll just make Thanks up everybody. news. You know, <laughs> just making up Star Wars news. 
Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give. You, I'm gonna give Rob this one, so Rob could, could cleanse this palate. To Alec Guinness, who's very, very English, and has very. a very, very English accent. It's very interesting because he actually pulls it off pretty well. Because his real accent is way different. Oh, he's got that video. Yeah, he, he does. He, he sounds like fat bastard. <clears throat> sounds like fat bastard. Yeah, sounds like fat bastard. Sounds right. like fat. <laughs> sounds like fat bastard. Sounds like fat bastard. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! No, you should go. Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships. Hey!